Hello and welcome to Tales from the Innerverse, the podcast that explores the inner universe of the human experience. Hello, my name is Mark Went, and this is episode eight, Water. To me, water is the magic elixir of life. It's everywhere, yes. It's the thing that makes life on Earth unique. Without it, there's none of us, there's no animals, there's no plants, there's no trees. When I was doing research for this podcast, one of the things I found out is that scientists believe water came from outer space billions of years ago in a hail of violent asteroids bombarding the planet. It's really hard to imagine that that's how water came into being on the planet. Somehow I just can't imagine that's the truth. I like to trust science. I think science has value. I think water's really a mystery. That it will remain an area for us to contemplate for eons and generations. You know, water is healthiest when it's moving. And if you look at the various bodies of water, streams and oceans, they kind of have a feeling nature. Oceans are big and fierce, and bubbling brooks are friendly and bubbling. And you probably wouldn't ever describe an ocean as bubbling, unless maybe there was a volcano under it or something. The other thing about water is the container you put it in gives it form. And I think this is true for how it inhabits humans too. Water is a huge part of us. It's used in the brain to make hormones and neurotransmitters. It's essential to digestion and helps deliver oxygen to the body. It's important for kidney function, liver function, cell growth, so many things. There's a lot of statistics bandied about about water, about this much of their body. It says here that the brain is 75% water and our muscles are 75% water and the blood is 83% water. Now, according to this, men need 10 cups of water a day while women only need eight. Water increases the metabolism, the digestion, and it flushes toxins out of our system. It tastes really good. Like nothing tastes like water. It quenches my thirst better than anything. I'm blessed. I have a pool. So when I'm hot in the afternoon in the summer and I dive into that cool water it's like going to a whole nother world it's like an adventure in the pool I remember being a kid and imagining that I was a diver off of some submarine or a great explorer like Jacques Cousteau it's really interesting to me how one of the things that 
we do with breath includes water. Like there's water vapor everywhere. So we're literally breathing it in and out as well as drinking it and bathing in it. And there's some sort of relationship between our weight. Water's heavy, right? It's got gravity to it. It's also interesting how it's made. I watched a whole documentary on the Disney Channel with Will Smith in it. This big rock or something like that. And in it, I learned that water is sucked up from the bottom of the Amazon basin through the trees from the Amazon floor up through the roots and as it's sucked up into the leaves the heat sucks it into the leaves and then the wind captures these little droplets of water which are picked up as evaporation and they form a huge water vapor cloud that makes up an atmospheric river the astronauts have been studying this river. It's huge. It's even bigger than the Amazon River in the sky, and it holds more water. It then travels to the Andes Mountains, which are 5,000 miles long. And then it bangs into the mountains, and the condensation falls as rain, which pours back into the Amazon Basin. What an amazing cycle. The rain dumps all these minerals and sediments into the rivers that then flow into the oceans. And in the depths of these oceans is where we find these tiny organisms called diatoms. Half the world's oxygen is produced in the oceans by phytoplankton and diatoms. It's amazing the relationship that water has to oxygen dihydrogen oxide, or H2O. Ancient civilizations originated because of water. The Egyptians built the first massive irrigation systems on the Nile. This river carried minerals and nutrients that fertilized the fields that supported the massive civilization that dated back thousands of years. The annual cycles of flooding was the blood life of their ability to grow food. The Nile River source was originally called Nyanza Lake. It's since been renamed by the colonial powers, and you can probably find out what its name is, but I think it's more interesting to know what its indigenous name is, Nyanza Lake. Water was so central to Egyptian culture, the earliest civilization. And the technology that the Egyptians used to create agriculture and to take advantage of the way that nature brought the sediments again down to the fertile lands and they grow food and they sustained each other. And how is water created? How does the H, the two H's become H2O? And we have some ideas. We call it condensation. If you do it in a test tube, you can 
you can boil it and it'll become steam and then it'll condense again back into water. You can also get it from heat. You just take a little bit of the right beaker and you put it in the sun and you'll get water droplets on the side. But how it's really formed is still a big mystery. If I had a chemist on the show, they could tell us like what the process is and how they know and all of that. But I prefer to think of it in the mystical terms. To me, water is magic. It's the thing that makes us who we are. So much of us is water everywhere we look. Without it, we'd all perish. And as we look out into the stars in the universe, it's the thing we look for the most to see if there's life. Water is life. It's also in hermetics, it's the feeling nature of the human being. It's in dreams, it's the guides of imagination. We use words like flow to describe how we experience the world and water flows. And Bruce Lee has that incredible quote. He's like, be like water, my friend. Water can crash or it can flow. It's also known as the universal solvent. We clean everything with it. Can you imagine if we didn't have water to clean our clothes or our dishes? Or It's almost like water is God. It always holds a super special place for me. When I was just starting to meditate. I didn't really even know I was meditating, but I would get troubled or I would get stressed out. And what I found is if I went and sat by a stream and quietly just stared at the water flowing, that my nervous system would change, that I would feel calm and restored. To me, it's the most sacred substance on the planet. I revere it the magic elixir of life. Thanks for listening to Tales from the Universe. To contact us, please go to markwentcoaching.com M-A-R-C-W-E-N-D-T coaching.com <laughs>